And this is Dean's Walls of Dane. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. You would think, from my perspective, Tell y'all something. The classmate that told me that information, she did not come back to our evening class. I went to the evening class. I was there and I was in the classroom, which was basically an office room. We were in a classroom for, I was in a classroom for a good 20, 25 minutes before anybody came in. I felt some kind of way. I was like, why am I in the classroom by myself? Because I thought something had happened. Long story short, nothing had happened. And these people tired, y'all. People tired. They tired. Okay. They tired. Going to school is exhausting. And it was crazy because of my professor the first thing this sir said was i didn't feel like i didn't want to do class today about it was like I said I said earlier like I said that Monday So, 
class again this afternoon. Oh, well, yeah, I was going to bring... I brought, the thing I brought up was, okay, remember after the shooting that happened on homecoming weekend for Clark Atlanta at the Atlanta University Center, um, a lot of people. So... There was tons of like security, you know, there was security driving around on golf cart and then there was security that was in cars. I remember that because one of the security cars almost hit my Uber that was bringing me to class. Okay. Honey, I'm sitting over here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got caught in some uh royal drama. It was this article from Sophia Wessex, and I wanted to hear what she had to say. So, um, <laughs> hey, girl. I already told you, I didn't care for her making them faces at uh, Meghan Markle, honey. Like, girl, stop your mess. So, you only be making faces at a grown woman like that. You make faces at a grown woman like that, you get a grown woman beat down. Okay? Um, but anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, the security was just, it was just a lot of security that was on campus, okay? And it was Clark Atlanta's security on a Mars Brown campus. I'm going to be petty and I'm going to keep bringing it up because you bought a building that was on Mars Brown campus, okay? Instead of trying to help build Mars Brown, you know, you over here buying shit. But I ain't going to get petty because I did make a heartfelt statement when I said we all should stick together as HBCUs and I stick to that. That's my main reasoning for what I said when it came to that, the reason why I said what I said today earlier is that we all should stick together because they come after one of us, they come after all of us, okay? So, the, the weekend after the homecoming, there was tons of security, but recently, today, there was no security, and my heater decided to come back on. Mm -hmm. Good old heater. Right in the middle of while I was trying to explain. Anyway, um... Security was still there. Was not there. Morris Brown, we do have a personal security guy. We have one security guy. We got a few security guys. Um, but you cannot get in the building unless security okays you coming into the building. Okay? You have to come in through the back door. He has to okay. He has to ring this bell. But this morning it wouldn't open because the bell, the, the bell ringing thing to open the door was that was broken. All right. So, yeah. Um, so, it was not working this morning, but it was working this evening. And I remember the security was telling me, he was like, I was opening it open for you. And it didn't open for you. I don't know what happened. He's like, I don't know what. Maybe it's you. Maybe you just don't need to be going to class. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, don't, don't tempt me to go call my Uber man. <laughs> Cause your girl ain't feeling the vibes right now, okay? Everybody on guard. You on guard, sir? I tell you, the security was on guard. I remember my first teacher, Doctor, uh, my my first teacher, my business society class teacher. He was on guard. Um, and my 
criminology teacher, he was like, I really didn't want to come in today. I don't know why. I don't know if, I don't, like I said, it could be part of the solar eclipse. Okay? Which, I'm going to do some research tonight and we're going to talk about the solar eclipse real quick. Okay? Not today, because not today was it's tonight already but after this podcast i'm doing one on the solar eclipse and talk about the solar eclipse and what are things that have happened during solar eclipses so we can get a legit on what to expect oh what was expected from yesterday okay um so you know i don't i mean it could be the solar eclipse but I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like U.S. Today did not write an article. It was U.S. Today. It wasn't a black blog. Even though I initially saw the article on a black blog last year, it was USA Today that reported that. The 57 bomb threats to HBCUs. Okay? And the FBI ain't doing shit about it. So I feel like everybody's uneasy, everybody's tired, and this is just be damn ridiculous. It's just like you you get over it. It's like okay, cool, whatever. But yeah, I got through my last class. It was cool, it was fun. Yeah. So yeah. With um that being said. something some things are happening today um i want to say this ashanti finally came out and spoke against herb Gotti and what he had to say and she said she did not quite understand why um she didn't quite understand why he said what he said what he said but she said it's nothing new from him he's always been like that okay um, I would be discussing, I'd be looking at the interview to discuss it a little bit more, but I don't know if I'm gonna look at the interview. It's the same thing, but I didn't want to watch a J-Book Raz being a little fizz interview because it just was embarrassing to me. I, I get secondhand, I get secondhand embarrassed because like, I grew up with these guys and I really was rooting for B2K, but it is what it is. Another thing that's happened is... Kanye West lost another endorsement and um, his school, his baseball, his basketball team, um, nobody wants to play against his basketball team. Madam Tussauds got rid of his um, statue. And um, what else happened to Kanye? Sketchy don't want nothing to do with him, okay? He went to Skechers, honey. And Skechers was like, we don't, we don't know you. 
You don't want nothing to do with what you already are doing. Okay? Um, and it's funny, like I said, I'm going to say it's just like every other black person. It's funny how detrimental it is to show anti-Semitic um, rhetoric. Okay? You can say anti-Semitic things. You can't say that. But you can say everything in the world, including calling a black person to their face as a white person, calling them the N-word. A nigga. You can say all that all you want to. But it's not okay to be anti-Semitic. I think they're more overboard. I think everybody's stocks is going to go down. And I think this is where Kanye West needs to take um, two years off. Kanye, I'm going to tell you to take two years off that I told Chris Brown to take off. Like, when Chris Brown got to the situation with Rihanna, I felt like Chris Brown should have taken two years off. Kanye, take two years off. Get yourself together. Get your medications together, okay? Get your medications right, okay? Go back to the drawing board. And first and foremost, like the lovely T said, you're going to be doing an apology tour. So go ahead and plan that. Um, I know the Museum of the Holocaust, the, the uh, Holocaust Museum, they told him they want him to come through. But somebody said they did not want him to come over there because they, I guess, of his anti-Semitic things. My thing is, he's a black man. Don't you think we know about pain and suffering? You ain't got to tell us about pain and suffering. Hell, we still somewhat go through pain and suffering as black people anyway. I mean, you want to sit up here and have bomb threats to, to, to 50, um, 57 bomb threats to HBCUs. Okay? And the FBI don't give a damn. That's the world we live in. But we ain't, I ain't come on here to have that argument. I just want to update you on Kanye West losing all this shit for no damn reason. Um, he should have did what Sway told him. Invest in yourself. Well, my thing is, even when you have your own business and you piss people off, you lose business from doing stupid shit like that. Like, it's the same thing. Like, you know, I want to be a business owner and I know I can't say anti-Semitic things. I know I can't say anti-LGBTQ things. Um, I know I can't say that. Because if I want people to come to my business, I have to have a safe place for everybody. I can't, so I can't say that. Even, even with my little things I say to white people, I still have to be careful with that. Because, like I said, you're supposed to create safe places for people. So, yeah. And it's crazy to me, this is something, it was a point I wanted to bring up about um, those white people that were on the highway talking about being anti-Semitic and using Bible verses. I find it to be funny. How you anti-Semitic but you love Jesus? You know Jesus is Jewish, right? Yeah, G Jesus is Jewish. Okay? The Bible is about Jewish folks. Okay? Circumcision is in the Bible. Okay? All the Jewish traditions... Passover, that's why Jesus got in trouble because Jesus was going was on a donkey on Palm Sunday and they, they were swinging these palm tree palm tree leaves like he was a king. They're like, the fuck you wait? This Passover. How dare you? Blasphemous. 
But Jesus is Jewish. And we could also go deep and say that uh, Jesus is Jewish and Jesus is black, but we ain't gonna go there. <laughs> Cause I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to put the heat on too early, okay? And like I said on this podcast, I'm trying to get a little lighter because we're getting into the holiday season, and I feel like the holiday season starts October the 31st. Um, I found something to do for Halloween, y'all. <laughs> it's the first year that found something to do for Halloween, loud Jesus. <laughs> oh no! It has something to do with oh, Orion brother. <laughs> Um, we're going to try to keep it light here. So I ain't going to go into the history, the fact that it's possible that the Jews were originally African. I'm not going to go into that type of history. I'm not going to go into the history of, uh, I mean, come, cause come on y'all. Hair or wool. Alright, every time I touch my hair, I feel wool. Okay. But we're not gonna have this argument. We're trying to keep it light over here, okay? Um, I told you guys on my on my post on on on. Um, why am I studying stuttering like an old ass woman? Um, I told you guys on my story in my story on Instagram. Um, I'll be talking about song lyrics. The first part of November. I really started doing. I'm, I'm over here supposed to be doing some research on some other stuff too. I got a lot of research to do, but let, first and foremost, I already did research on song lyrics. So we're gonna talk about some song lyrics, about some songs, controversial songs that people do not care for. Um, I can't go too deep into doing research though because I got like five projects to do. I got a project in almost every class. I got one in health. I got one in all my two psychology classes, one in my business class, I got one in my uh, criminology classes. So, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's it's funny to me how people can be to be anti can be anti-Semitic. But Jesus was Jewish. <laughs> Jesus' mom was Jewish. Jesus' earthly dad was Jewish. Which I didn't understand it until I got older. Okay. I was like, I don't understand. So is Joseph a stepdaddy? I don't get it. Y'all be telling stories and it kind of sound like Maury. I mean, you know. Don't it sound like Maury? How, how you have an on earth daddy and you have a daddy that's in the sky? Y'all be confused and them cheering. Okay, especially when you find out reproduction, you're like, okay, this still don't make no sense. <laughs> but, you know, we're going to stay light over here. We're not going to get into race or anything like that. But when we do get off the holiday season, we're going to go hard. Rihanna okay so yeah you know that's some of the things I wanted to talk about what I was talking about later um today we're gonna talk about the story behind the movie The Poltergeist 
y'all like it's a story behind the movie the poultry guys yes it's a story behind everything okay sometimes people don't just come out of thin air with some of the ideas they have it's based off something that they had whether it's a dream whether it's um something that actually happened to them all that stuff and it's crazy to me how many scary movies um how many scary movies had like scary like had a backstory to them okay so we're gonna be talking about the true story surrounding the poltergeist but first here's a word from our sponsors that's another thing i don't want to lose my sponsorship because i said some anti-semitic dumb shit or some anti-semitic lgbtq shit i ain't trying to use no sponsorship over that kind of foolishness okay you ain't got nothing nice to say don't say it at all that's how i feel but i'll be straight up honest with you as well um i have nothing against the jewish community i just have a, something against how my people are treated in the entertainment industry and like I said before, black people treat black people like trash too in the entertainment industry. I personally had came into contact with that a year ago. So it is what it is. But here's a word from my sponsors. Before I get into the poltergeist, I forgot to tell y'all some things um that has one now one of them is that tory lanes um is on house arrest um because he's about to go to trial with um meg the stallion and because of his fight with um august alcina another thing i want to bring this up but you know what i want to um i think i don't want to talk about it i want to talk, i will talk about that story later But we want to focus on the smooky and the ooky. Okay. I realized that for the first time I have watched the poltergeist um, all together. I never seen the poltergeist like I did. I, I could have sworn I saw the poltergeist because I saw poltergeist too with the ear weird man. You know, talking to Carolyn in the store. She's like, hey, this guy I'm talking to. And her mom's like, who? You know, I felt bad for Carolyn. You know. There's also a curse with this movie, but you know. I may or may not get into the curse of the poltergeist this week. I don't know. I mean, it's the last week. And it's before Halloween. I might get into it. I don't know. It depends on how I feel. Uh, but, you know, I want you guys to sit back and relax and get you some drinks and snacks. We're going to be talking about the real true story surrounding the poltergeist. And it will be brought to you by the website, The Nerdist. And my heater apparently decides to come back on. Um, am I going to read this? Nah. I'm going to let my AI read it because today has been a long day. Powered by Summer of 82. By Lindsay Romaine. October 2nd, 2020, 2.20 p.m. Mm. 
They're here. We all know the line. It's one of the spooky. They're here. Okay, I had to do it. Maybe I should read this. No, no. Spookiest and most famous in all of horror. It's from the film Poltergeist, and that it comes from Carol and Freeling, Heather O'Rourke, Young and Blonde, and Cherubic, makes it all the more terrifying. The day she's referring to her ghosts who've come into her suburban house through a portal. And with them has come something known as the Beast, a dark presence that will eventually snatch Carol and through her bedroom closet and take her into another dimension. But before all of that happens, the Freeling home experiences paranormal activity that one can liken to the poltergeists of the film's title. Poltergeists are known as noisy spirits, prone to physical disturbances, raps on the wall, bent spoons, moving furniture. There have been thousands of real-life reported cases of poltergeist activity around the world. And one such case loosely inspired the film Poltergeist. Recommended videos powered by any clip 13k what the hell two here's everything you need to know about the herman house and the terrifying things that happened there back in 1958 mgm slash ua entertainment company what happened at the herman house on the evening of february 3rd 1958 a man named james herman from seaford long island new york received a telephone call at work from his wife, Lucille. She informed him and she and their teenage children, Jimmy and Lucy, heard a series popping sounds coming from various spots around the house. When they- Oops. Okay. For some reason, I clicked into something else. And so, okay, I messed that up. Let me go back to that one. But I wanted to sit up here and say in the movie there was three children. Um, but I noticed in the movie only it only dealt with Carol Ann and Carol Ann's brother. So yeah. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and read this. How about that? What happened at the Herman House? On the evening of February 3rd, 1958, a man named James Herman from Seaford, Long Island, New York, received a telephone call at work from his wife, Lucille. She informed him and she and her and their teenage children, Jimmy and Lucy, which in the movie there was three and there was only one teenager. But I don't know, for some reason, strange enough, she was not in the movie a lot. I think she passed away, didn't she? Yeah, she passed away. Okay, back to the story. Heard a series popping sounds coming from various spots around the house. When they investigated, they found uncapped bottles of several substances completely up, up, upended in many different rooms, including a vial of holy water, mm, which spilled all over a bedroom dresser. Herman, skeptical of the whole thing, advised his family to stay calm and keep the occurrence to themselves. He believed some prankster teenagers got inside and tried to smoke the family. It was important to him to keep things under control. But five days later, the same thing happened, and the next day it happened again. This time, Mr. Herman watched in horror as the bottle moved. As the bottle moved about his bathroom as if dragged by some unseen hands. This time, he called the police. Now, in the movie, 
um it was some weird stuff that was going on in the kitchen okay carol ann was staring at the static in the tv you know back in the day the tv um the cable were actually in the tv okay so back in the day when the cable company turned off yeah the cable company turned off on me don't ask me you were born after 2000 please do not ask me to get specific about this they used to play the national anthem before the tv turned off okay you know it, it happened and then the tv went off okay the movie caroline is talking to the static okay so they in the kitchen one day caroline talking to the static again and the chairs start moving let's continue when the police arrived more bottles began popping throughout the house the home they perform a series of tests to rule out radio transmission or electrical disturbances but the bottles were not warm or otherwise charged whatever was happening to them could not be explained with logic on february 7th a priest came to the home to bless it let me close this window in <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I didn't even tell y'all how freaked out I was yesterday. Talking about the conjuring. Um and then I decided to watch the conjuring. I decided to watch the conjuring too. I already seen the first conjuring, which was about the family in um in Fell, England. And I haven't gotten it through yet. Okay. Well, we're going to get back to the culture guys. <laughs> there was some things clanking outside and I was like, uh-uh. So what was the public reaction? News of the activity at the Herman House spread like wildfire and was the subject of an article in Life magazine. People wrote the Herman's letters of offering potential reasonable explanation, while others believed the activities to be a result of a poltergeist. Of poltergeist. Whatever the case, whatever the case, more activity occurred and officers even witnessed the moving objects uh, moving other objects this time to make matters to make matters all more usual more unusual the herman house was not your typical haunted house it was a suburban model purchased new in 1953 the hermans were the only people who live ever lived there there was nothing to indicate the unfinished business of some previous tenant so why did it seem like an otherwise traditional haunting hmm That's what Dr. J.B. Ryan, a director of Duke University Parapsychology Laboratory, hoped to find. He approached the Hermans after about a month of disturbance. Ryan believed that the, the presence of the teenage 
Herman children might have attracted the poltergeist activity. Adolescents are usually present in the home where poltergeist activity takes place. He brought some of his colleagues to the to the house and they studied it, interviewing the family and recording some of the mysterious occurrences. However, shortly after their arrival, the activity ceased. All in one, there was about 70 documented reports of unusual activity in the house between February 3rd and March 10th. The family eventually moved away. Years later, daughter Lucille appeared in a documentary, Real Fear, The Truth Behind the Movies, which aired on the Chiller Network. Oh, man. Another home that was subject of the same documentary, The Notorious Amityville Horror House, is the only... Uh, is only about seven miles away from the Herman house. Can we just say this? The conclusion the movie came to and the poltergeist was that they had buried, they had built a whole subdivision on a Native American burial ground. Okay? Can we just say it's safe to say that since y'all want to sit up here because I talked about this on my live one day. Can we just say it's safe to say that y'all over here building subdivisions on Indian burial, not Indian, Native American burial grounds? Also, there's a possibility of you building on um, uh, enslaved people grounds as well. Can we say that? Fans of the 1982 Toby Hopper directed Steven Spielberg produced horror film will recognize the Herman story. It sounds similar to what the Freely family goes through. A young, happy family move into a new suburban home with their children and quickly notice disturbances, noises, bent utensils, objects moving about. When activity increased, they seek help from a local university parapsychological department. Who would come to investigate the house? Eventually fed up with the lack of resolution and the disappearance of their daughter, they seek out a psychic who helps them cleanse the house. Obviously, Poltergeist is more sensationalized than the story of the Hermans. There are physical apparitions, Native American burial grounds, body chomping portals, and skeletons popping out of the swimming pool. The film is also said to be cursed. Told y'all. Stars Dominique Dunes and Heather O'Rourke both passed away very young and other mysterious activities was reported on set. We can't speak truth to the curse, but it's definitely a story that follows poltergeists more than uh, the Hermans, the real people who loosely inspired the film. I never saw the poltergeist, Lucille Herman told HuffPost Weird News around the release of Real Fear, the truth behind the movie. I feel I had my own nightmare. So, Dominique Dune, she was the mother, if I'm not mistaken. Was it a teenager? As to why they didn't have, why, why she was not in the movie? I don't know. Let me look that up real quick. I'm trying to look it up. Dominique Dune, she was a... 
Yeah, she was a sister. So I guess she passed away before. The mom passed away too, though. Which probably is the reason why she um was not in the movie as much. I know the mom's still alive. Joe Beth Williams, she's still alive. My bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Williams. The dad's still alive too. I think yeah, it was what well, what you call it? what it was her name was um Zelda. She passed away as well. You know the lady that played the psychic. She passed as well. But she passed away in 2010, so I don't I won't think suggest that she was part of the curse because she didn't pass away while the movie was coming out. But this the little girl, it was um Carol Ann and the big sister passed away during the movie. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Tomorrow, I'll be doing my podcast on the Winchester House, honey. I couldn't get through that movie. I was peeing on myself. I don't mind saying I was that scared. I don't care. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is These Walls of Dan. What you do in the dark will come to light. Who knew that what happened in the Portuguese was real? I felt like I said that it's about all the other places. With that being said, thank you guys for listening to my podcast. I am so outie.